Welcome to Two Idiots and a Dog Presents Zolgar's Comic Collection, a mostly solo cast where I read through my ever-growing comic book and graphic novel collection and talk about them. Now I am considering changing the name of this show, possibly to Zolgar's Comic Chat or something else entirely. If you have any opinions on that, I would love to hear them. You'll find out how to contact me in the show notes. Now if you hadn't already figured it out by now, I am still Zolgar. This episode, I'm going to be talking about DVSM 1997, an indie comic conceived, written, and illustrated by Gary Hodges. This is a single large comic, roughly equivalent to two or three standalone single-issue comics, self-published in 2020. And in the interest of transparency, I was given this comic free to review, though I will do my best not to let that color my review of this. I met Gary at Phoenix Fan Fusion, where he was sharing us some table space with Kodoja, which is another comic I need to add to my mix to review eventually. It's a great giant monster comic. I highly recommend it. I found the premise of DVSM, or Dinosaurs vs. Marsbots, interesting, and was considering picking it up, but I wasn't really sure I could afford it because I had already spent way too much money on comics. Uh, You know, I started doing comic book reviews to make my to be red pile go down, but instead it's been growing. I I have problems. Anyways, back on track. Currently, each comic in the series tells a different story in the Dinosaur Martian War. Yes, I said Dinosaur Martian War. And in the words of Gary, a secret war you were never meant to know about. They start out as classified documents of a specific incident, but then transition more into traditional comics. As of writing this, there are two issues, and there is a third in the works. And each issue takes place in a different year. I believe how Gary is doing it, each episode takes place during the time frame of a famous UFO sighting. Now, 1997 is a very personal story in the midst of this war. It is the story of Jennifer Burke, someone whose life is ruined by this war she has no part of. She was simply in the wrong place at the wrong time and saw something that she was never supposed to see and could hardly believe. The story is presented as her in police custody telling her lawyer what she saw. Now, self-published indie comics are always a gamble, especially those written and illustrated by one person. Not nearly as many people can do both as well as think they can do both as well. DVSM is a case where I think that gamble paid off. The writing felt natural, with our narrator, Jennifer, struggling to find words for things that happened and not being able to see clearly. We are presented with some of the things she doesn't know, such as dialogue from characters she cannot hear, or clear views of things she wouldn't have been able to see. This does create a bit of an inconsistency in point of view, which I found a little irritating. Oddly, not as irritating as I find it in novels, though. The story it tells is short and to the point, just one small snippet of a much larger story that closes with Jennifer being offered a choice between two shitty outcomes for this whole mess. And when I find an interesting choice, we don't find out what she chose. We don't know what happened with her. And that would allow Gary to revisit her and tell her story further in the future if he wanted. The art is crisp, clear, black and white line art. Not hyper detailed, but solid and consistent. Given the overall style of the book, I think black and white was the right call. You can easily see where Gary's passion lies in the art though. 
as the dinosaurs are more detailed, and not the typical idea of dinosaurs we've seen for the past 30 years because of Jurassic Park. His raptors have feathers, the large herbivore we see is presented more like a rhinoceros than a large lizard. I kind of get the feeling that Gary draws dinosaurs just for the sheer pleasure of doing so, honestly. The Martians are the classic tall, lean humanoid with a large head. Their weapons, and to a lesser extent the battle robots, are also very classic, kind of atom punk design. They look almost like they were lifted out of 1950s sci-fi. And obviously there is nothing wrong with making that design choice, and I respect the decision. Personally though, I'm always a little more interested in more original alien designs. The action is always clear, and you're never left trying to figure out what's going on, and in the more personal scenes, there's great work on facial expression and body language that can give us clues as to what's going on in the character's head, even though we don't get any of their internal monologue. This book comes with a parental advisory for graphic violence, language, and tobacco use. There is definitely a lot of language, with fuck being thrown around almost as liberally as I use it in real life, and because it's black and white, I don't think the violence is quite as bad. Don't get me wrong, it's it's still very definitely a violent book, but it's not particularly bloody or gory. And our main character is a chain smoker, so there's that. Personally, I don't think I'd give this book to a young kid, but in my opinion, if you let them watch PG-13 movies, it's probably fine, unless swearing is a major issue for you. In conclusion, I enjoyed this book. I'll probably pick up 1975 sometime. It's not for everyone, but what book is? If you think it might be for you, uh, you will find links to buy it in the show notes. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. If you didn't enjoy this episode, please consider sharing it with someone you don't like so they can suffer too. Either way, I appreciate you listening, and I would love to hear your thoughts. Also, be sure to listen to the other shows from Two Idiots and a Dog Media. In most of them, there's even actually two of us. If you'd like to keep in touch, you can find us on pretty much all the social media platforms at TIAAD Media. Typically, I'm the one you'll be interacting with there. You can also join us on Discord. And to also join our mailing list, you will find all pertinent links in the show notes. Consider also checking out I Am a Sophisticate and You Can Too. They were supposed to send me a promo, but they haven't yet. I shake my fist at thee! Anyways, I guess that means I have to tell you about them. A slight paraphrasing of their words. Two queer millennials review the canon so you don't have to. What is the canon, you ask? Basically any piece of media that has a major influence on pop culture as we know it. They predominantly do movies and music, but they do other things as well. If you'd like to send kaiju fan mail or reach out to the idiots for anything, you can email us at tiaadmedia at gmail.com. And if you're a comic creator and would like me to cover yours, feel free to reach out as well. Lastly, if you want to support our dream of being successful enough to be able to afford food, you can support us at Patreon or Ko-fi. We are tiaadmedia on both, and you will of course find links in the show notes support us at Patreon or Ko-fi. We are TIAAD Media on both, and you will of course find links in the show notes. 